Hey, what's up, everyone? It's the return of the Noma Comedy Podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's Sunday, April 12th, and we're coming live-ish from Lucy's Lounge in Pleasantville, New York, right before our weekly open mic here. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by John Franco Pizza and Pasta of Thornwood, New York. Is that like John Franco from the Mets? Uh, no, spelled different. It's like G-I-A-N, like the Italian. Oh. Real. Gian Franco. You got to go like this with your hands. Gian We're doing a podcast, but I'm, I'm doing the, how you doing? Do the hand things? gesture, because that works. Let's go around and introduce. My name's Frank Pellegrino. I'm here with, go around that way. Tom Grassi. Rich DeLeo. Frank Pellegrino. And Joseph Conklin. <laughs> so, it's been a little while since we've had a podcast. We've got our stuff all back together. Trim the fat. Trim the fat. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Terrible. Um, You're too young in this business, Grossi, to start throwing shade. <laughs> you know, he's throwing a lot of shade. On three drink minimum, what, three weeks ago? Oh, I know. I was there. You were there? You, you, yeah. You <laughs> threw the shade at Dr. Rocco. Pretty For handling. those who have it coming, I'll throw it. Had, had, did you get any, like, uh Oh, yeah, no. He, he, uh, he, he's he, actually been running with Tommy Grossi's, like, shade with as promo. Do you didn't notice that? Yeah, no, I, I didn't people say, no, I People say I'm a scam. Come find yeah, out for yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, he really does. You know, and it was one of those things where uh, he... We got into it uh, on one of JC's Facebook statuses because where else would you get involved? And uh, he started talking about like you know how he's fucking my girl and all that great stuff. And I just kind of tore him apart. And he now all likes all of my stuff and like you know is laughing at all my jokes on Facebook. So somebody's got it. Yeah. What the uh, fuck? Rich. Oh, that's Rich Delayo. Rich is breaking shit. Rookie that's, move. That's good. That's good. Smooth move, Delayo. <laughs> now you know it's a joke when he's saying he's, he's, he fucked your girl. Yeah, no. Yeah, she you never saw any money from that, right? It's yeah, a joke no. when Tommy says it, too. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't go for limp dicks, so. <laughs> did you actually get any? Th- I saw there were some threats and stuff, like, uh, oh, come down. Was it JC? Oh, think? yeah. Uh, was... Come down and meet me. And this was it a threat or an invite? I think it was both. I think it was both. He tried because to it was like, come it. down and fight me, but while you're at it, buy a drink. And I yeah, want spend <laughs> five bucks and <laughs> you can be on my show. <laughs> you bring five friends and I'll fight you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Really, I, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't see. It'd be like an old movie. '80s dance battle. It, it really wasn't anything of importance. It was just, you know. But it, and it's one of those things that I, I won't talk shit about a comedian. But he's not a comedian. If they, if they, if they produce a shitty show in which they take advantage of other people, I'm going to call them out for what it is. I had nothing personal to say about him as a comedian um, until he came at me and talking about, you know, fucking people that I knew. So. <laughs> And I just tore him apart. You know, it's funny. There's a lot of people that we we uh, we work with in like Westchester that have done his show. Oh yeah, no, there are plenty. I mean, there there are plenty of people that and, have and done people it that on. have praised them. Yeah. yeah, Bill Cannon praised them. Yep, did Debbie he? Baza did too. Yeah, they both yep. praised him. Now, do they praise him just publicly because they want to? Like, uh, no, I, I did see on a status with the thing when he had put up that you know people were taking his show as a scam, and right. Bill Cannon they had nothing but praise for him. Mm-hmm. Said no, don't listen to those people. It, I had a great time. He had nothing but positive reviews. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Like unless you really go down there for yourself, really you can't get the full story. It's very true. You know? right. At the end of the day, if it's worth it for somebody to pay five bucks to get up and do their material. Yeah, it's all up to them. It's then their, it's worth it, it for is. them to pay five exactly. bucks. It's worth you know, it for them. It's your you know, choice. We've got two open mics that we run that are free. Mm-hmm. They yeah. can come to ours too, and they're free. Mm-hmm. But if do they you think want it's us, do you think we're crazy to think that it's like a bad deal for people? Uh, I think 
in comedy, you you have to make that decision on a personal level. Correct. Um, when it comes time, you either decide that you want to pay for stage time or you don't, and that's that's up to you. Like I don't, I don't personally pay for stage time. I never would. I never have. It's just not me. And but I walk away. You know, I've had people book me and then go, okay, well, it's five dollars and a two drink minimum. I'm like, oh, I'm not bringing audience members. They're like, no, for you to perform. And I'm like, I will not be there. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not paying for stage time. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not Richard Pryor. It doesn't mean that. It's just that I drew a line in the sand, and that's not what I'm doing. Now you've been doing comedy for what six ish years? About five years. Five years. It's five years. So you've seen it, but Tommy, you're newer. Yeah, um, I made actually that decision. So I started in August. I made that decision mid-November because I did two bringer shows, and they were some of the worst experiences. I got a great tape out of it. But I realized very soon after that I didn't get anything else out of bringer shows. Um, instead of just stressing about bringing the amount of people and making my friends and family pay to hear, you know, other comics who really, you know, they're new talent, um, you know, to sit through that. And they're also hearing the same jokes from me because, you know, when I first started, I had the first like six minutes and that was it and there was no change. Um, but that was my quote unquote A material. So that's what I told at every single club that I went to, you know, and it gets boring real fast. So I didn't want to put people through that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, personally, I'm not completely against doing a bringer show myself, but there has to be something in it. You have to get if, something out of it. If it's an audition for a club or, yep. you know, for maybe even something like the Access TV thing where they say, you know, you got to bring some audience members. That I'm more than willing to do. Yes. That I'm more than willing to ask my friends for. But you have to understand, at my age, all of my friends are mar- just got married or having a baby, and they all live in Westchester. So to try to get them to come to the city to spend that, it's not possible. No. So I tell people, listen, it's not that I feel like I'm above it, but I can't do it. And that's not the path I can take unless I can really bribe people and I get something out of it, like an audition for a club, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of which, that, was that a segue? Was that a cute little segue to the This isn't tournament? my first podcast, Frank. <laughs> uh, since Joe kind of brought it up, uh, yeah, we're doing um, called the Strip Search Comedy Tournament, which uh, we're holding at three Woo-hoo, preliminary... Yeah. <laughs> Tried to do a stupid fucking play on words with it, but it, it works. Uh, three different preliminary contests, 20 bucks to enter. Uh, date in June, July, August, and then finale in September. And you know what? It's it's a hundred bu- twenty dollars to enter, and the winner of the preliminary gets a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. The other hundred bucks that we're gathering from that goes towards a pot towards the end of it, uh, the finale. So like all the money we're taking in from the comics is going right back out to the comics, and that's how you do. That's it. how you do that's it. How you F- fucking fuck do it, Doctor Rocco? And that you know you gotta you gotta do the right thing for comics. That's right. You know you do. So that's gonna be fun, though. That's gonna be fun. There's no yeah. it's strip search, but there's no there's no titties. No, it's no, strip search because at the comic strip. Oh, I'm, out. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Would you bring your titties? Yeah, as I say, do you think I, your I, titties were gonna win, Rich? <laughs> L- listen, I'll put these up against anybody's. I listen. I got a just a furry A cup. I got nothing going on under here, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not in on that. I, I can't unthink what I just thought. Good. <laughs> a furry A cup. I just imagine like squirrels like hiding acorns in it. <laughs> No, it's summer. They're done. That's yeah. usually in the late fall. They just come back? Yeah. Hey, friends. Help clean my house. <laughs> Something else I thought was interesting recently was uh, that thing with Sarah Silverman and Al yeah. Martin. She uh, kind of blasted Al Martin for something that he didn't even really do. Uh, so the story was, uh, apparently she was going around with Todd Barry 15 years ago. Yeah. And she, Al Martin booked um, Todd Barry at New York Comedy Club when he owned it. 
and he was getting paid for a set, but Sarah Silverman was walking around looking for stage time. She was a guest spot. She was a guest spot, but she claimed that she was doing a regular spot. No, she seemed- she said that, okay, so Todd went up and did his time, and then how Sarah said what happened is that she followed and did the same amount of time mm-hmm. right. as him. But in the comedy world, that doesn't mean anything. No, because Sarah mean, Silverman's that, not funny. It, well, it's not. It's, uh, well, I disagree with that. It's, it's not even that. It's if if I book someone for my show and then somebody just walks in and they want a guest spot, like if I have one, I'll throw it to them. They're not going to get paid for that, though. And Al did something nice and threw her 10 bucks, and he really yeah. didn't have to do for that. The fair. Yeah, yeah, and he really didn't have to do that. Um, and then she said that it, it was about gender equality and there was a gender gap on that and yeah that's that's very typical of folks that's they don't a, like something you're either racist or you're sexist or, or I that's think, it I think the worst part of it is is it, it can't taint what is a good cause you know I'm all for the gender pay and everything I agree that she chose the absolute wrong club owner to try to throw under the bus oh, for yeah. this yeah. because that's not Al Martin like it's, he's never been anything but nice to me. And let's be honest, I'm fucking nobody. I'm a nobody, and he's treated me like a normal human being. He's talked to me. He offers me dates for shows where we've all been to my shows. I'm not drawing in a shitload of people where it's super worth it to him. But he'll still talk to me like a human being and offer me more dates. He's never been anything but fair. And let's be honest, if you've ever been to his clubs, they're practically run by women. Mm-hmm. You know his daughter. Oh, you're right. He's like three managers. Yeah, his daughters manage the clubs. Uh, People like Gina Savage run parts of the stuff. Sophia Nurse is working there. Sheba Mason is a big part of Robert Puncher's working. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Oh. that was a punch hour below the belt, buddy. Yeah, but like, honestly, if you really look at his setup, the last thing that he's doing is shitting on women in comedy. Yeah. Yeah, but when you have an agenda. It doesn't matter the bodies that you leave in your path. But the thing about her is, like, you, you're you're talking about a good thing because it, it is a problem in comedy. It's a problem in this country in general. But you're fucking your own cause by going after somebody that's going to backlash and prove that your point was wrong. And all the people that are against that gender equality pay are going to jump on this yep. and pounce on it, and they're going to drive everyone. And I think he's handled it really well yeah like all he's ever asked for is he just wants his say and to be fair and like have people hear his side and he's even reached out to sarah and said listen you know come talk to me you know if you really felt it was a problem come talk to me in fact even at the end of his video that he made in i'll book you come talk to me we'll do some spot on the club i'll pay you equally as everybody else and i just think she picked the wrong person to really, it's you should have offered her another ten bucks. <laughs> hey, yeah, just on, a, I'll give you that sixty dollars spot now. <laughs> you're just against you're just against her because you don't find her funny, Rich. Sarah Silverman is really her Jesus is magic special was so fucking good. Okay. That's like one of my favorite. Okay, I'm, I'm willing. I'm, I have not that seen one? that. No, okay. I've not seen that. I'm willing to listen and learn, but uh, I've not been entertained. Watch that one. Okay, and if you're still not at least you can't acknowledge why people okay. think she's funny. But that's the I mean, Al even said that though it wasn't a gender gap. There was a talent gap yeah. in that you know Todd had been doing this for quite some time, and Sarah and, was, and also that know, he was booked. Uh, absolutely, you know, he, you know your and, point before he was booked. Exactly. So it, it, there's a very big difference. And I, I, the YouTube video, I, I actually looked at hers too, and it's like getting trashed, yeah, and like every yeah, comment is, is guest yeah. spot and guest spot, guest spot. But you bring up a good point in that 
people who don't want to see women make it in comedy are going to jump at that and be like, well, look who they're throwing under the bus, someone who obviously didn't do it, and it doesn't help the cause at all. It's a great cause. I'm very much for the cause. It's just that it she hasn't helped it at all. No. Not not going about it the way she has. Um, she, she could have approached it as an industry-wide thing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. At first, I thought maybe because, you know, it, it was the Daily News, which is glorified fucking toilet paper, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I figured, like, oh, well, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to make it New York-centric and jump on one story she told and take it out of context. But then that video is very clear. That she's, it's not out of context. She specifically nope. and she went, name dropped yeah. too. She yeah. went for it, and she what said I, his name. And then I think which was kind of wrong, but you can't blame somebody for jumping on uh, marketing or at the free advertising. Mm-hmm. I really don't think the new owner of New York Comedy Club should have jumped on that situation so quickly to be like, oh well, I would never do that, and I'll prove it to you. It's like, you, oh, you I know. didn't see. You yeah, did that. Yeah, and it's also, and it's, I, I understand that you have to run a club. You, it, there's no such thing as bad press when like you have that open opportunity but you're really jumping on top of somebody else that's also in your city and I know there's competition between clubs but that really I didn't, I didn't think that was really all that fair you know look it's interesting though that was 15 years ago right so 15. that's like 2000 2001 2000. she was already a star she was on SNL in 93 94 mm-hmm. Seinfeld Jag she was like Mr. Show in 97 Oh, so Shaw. that's the only thing that I'm finding a little weird. You know what? The it, whole it, talent gap. Well, I, I think what he meant by talent gap was the fact that the booked, non-booked. That the talent was, he yeah. was a booked spot. She was a guest spot who dropped in. She was a drop-in. And as a drop-in, like Tommy said, as a guest, the You're, word guest spot specifically gets across to you that it's unpaid. Correct. It's you, a, you, don't, you don't get to walk in and be like, give me 50 bucks. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. Especially like, especially if you you hopped in and you just want to jump up because you see the crowd is great, or you have some new mm-hmm. jokes you want to work out. Like I've been in clubs where named big name comedians have dropped in and do a spot. At no point did I ever see them ask for money. Do you think she just showed up, or do you think it was kind of like a hey, what's up? I'm looking for a guest spot. I'm looking for like uh, like at Memphis Maze, Paul Veerzy mm-hmm. popped in for a guest spot, but we knew like a couple hours before it. Yeah. Um, do you think it was something like that where he gave a head? She gave a heads up, or she literally walked in well, the door. I, I, the way the story I read was that she came in with Todd. Yeah, Harris, they were going together. That she came in together. And so they, she, there's no reason that he should. Yeah, she should get the, paid then. No, she just came in. But even still, if you if you if it's a couple hours ahead of time, like if you if you plan something and it's going to be her and she's going to do a show and people are going to come to see her, oh, then she should absolutely get money. If if you don't have time to promote and let people yeah. know, if she's just literally popping in. Then she shouldn't get it. Like no, she anybody, anybody. I don't care if, if it was you know uh, Jerry Seinfeld. This he just pops in. He shouldn't get paid. And even then, you, you, as you guys know, every show has a budget. Mm-hmm. It's a limited budget, and it's worked out to the point where the, it's laid out. That's what people are getting paid. That's what's in our budget. For somebody to show up and have add another sixty dollars to the budget, you expect the club to take a hit because you just came in. Yeah. Like, right. I don't understand that. Like, I personally, I've never seen it. And it's weird because I always thought very highly of her, and I just didn't understand where this was coming from, why it was so specific. Right. Can, like, I mean, can any of you walk into work and be like, give me money? <laughs> like, just walk into a random business and be like, give me money. That's funny. For we'll me. go to CJ right now. CJ, give well, me money. I want to bartend right now, <laughs> CJ. CJ, you're hiring me. Give me money. If you wore a mask and had a gun, yes. 
Sure, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work anywhere. But I've been asked for um, people have said, "Hey, can I come by and do a spot? Is there anything left in the budget?" And I, I said yes once, and I said no once, and it works out. They either accept it or they say, "Okay, I still want to do a spot." Right. You know? Right. Yeah. From a producer standpoint, you just gotta look at it like, "Hey, listen, is the person asking for it going to help me market this show?" Mm-hmm. Right. Like, all right, is that going to put more asses in the seat? And yeah, if it is, then you have to look at compensating them. Or is it good look going forward? Yeah, yeah. Even like that- the biggest one that we've had was uh, Nick DiPaolo okay. wanted to do. Um, I talked to him, and he said, "Look, I want to come, but you can't put my name on it or advertise it. But you know, once I'm there, I'm there. Take all the pictures and all that stuff." So we we made room in the budget to have Nick DiPaolo because it does cost money for Nick DiPaolo to come, right? Um, but we have pictures. We could say that we booked him. We have this and that, and and that's like a great thing going forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like we were talking before about whether you want to pay for stage time or not. You, you have the decision in front of you. Not every producer is going to make the same decision, but it's up to the individual. Am I willing to take the benefit from this? Like you said, you know, I will be able to say Nick DiPaolo was on our show. Show the pictures. He's in front of the Noma Comedy banner. He's. You have that as a marketing tool now mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that's the decision you gotta make sometimes you have to look at that and go shit I might have to eat it tonight off the budget but going forward is that gonna actually put more money in my pocket in right. the long run right but when we knew about that ahead of time he didn't just roll in oh yeah yeah but he didn't just roll still, into the show but it's kind of a similar thing where you're not marketing that they're gonna be there and you know ahead of time that well looking at the flyer oh there's only these three or four people and, and that's what you get and then like boom Here's Nick DiPaolo. Right. This is where the money went type of thing. And I, I would do that again in a heartbeat. I thought it was beyond worth it. The buzz that was created because of that, it was oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, and we got a little video of him like saying stuff, kind of confused, but about Noma Comedy was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, he promoted our thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know who the hell these people are, but <laughs> hey, go see their shows. <laughs> uh, go to www.hoohoohaha. I don't know where the fuck I am in Westchester.com. <laughs> what a mess that one would say. We, we, do we say the name of the place yet? Don't, but have we said that where it was? Uh, ple- I just said Pleasantville. Oh, okay. I, I might have said it, Michael's. It was, it was a great show. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then I there's we'll go no into shame w- in what. No, 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 no. It was a great line. He, ma- he mentioned about the lighting and stuff at a an interview pod- at the yeah, end we, of the year. He talked about podcast. He didn't mention us or the place, and I wasn't going to go there, but and I won't now because we've now said the place. Because we're not saying anything bad. No, we're not. It was all wonderful. Nick DiPaolo was there. It was lovely. We all hugged after. I think Joe wants some shade. No, he's like rolling his eyes. No, 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 no shade. No, no shade. I, I hosted a show for you guys there. You did. Yeah, yeah those were fun. fun. I had a fun time. Those were good. Tommy, you were not doing comedy yet. I was not. No, no I wasn't doing that. Stand up. No. Is he now not doing it? <laughs> that's, that's it's debatable. Yeah. Uh, so, Conklin, what else is going on with you now, man? Well, I'm horny. How you guys doing? <laughs> doing good. Oh, Rich can help you with that, perhaps. <laughs> Done. Oh, so those that don't know, uh, <laughs> Joseph Conklin is now one of uh, Noma Comedy's producers. Uh, so. I like the word premiere. Can you throw premiere in front of that? Like one of Noma Comedy's premier producers. Did I say that? No, no I should. No, you should have really said good. that. One yeah. of our premier producers. Yes. Uh, and, and we're going to be working on some new stuff. We're going to start building up some old stuff and, and really, really uh, having some fun. Yes. Right. right. Of course, Tommy Grossi's already. Already in the fold. We never announced. We it, never announced yeah. it. I need. I owe him a Facebook day. You did. <laughs> <No>. Official Tommy <laughs> Grossy day. <laughs> Grossy bossy day. Maybe you I'll do even that get tomorrow. Get my name right, Rich. You're just like, yeah, Tommy Grossy has been with us for. It's Grossy. <laughs> How many times? No, Rich? it's Grossy. It's it's Grossy. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, yeah, no, it's a. Uh, you don't, like, you don't look Italian enough to know how to it. say your own last name. It's Grossy. It's Tommy Grossy. 
Um, yeah, no, we've been doing the Memphis thing since uh, December now, and so yeah, that's been going. That's been going well. It is. Those are those are really. Fun. Do you frequent that place often? Oh, I'm there every week. That's, that's, redundant, that's redundant. Every week. No, because I'm, if I find out that they used my idea for the mac and cheese pulled pork burrito, it's on the menu. It better be fucking. <laughs> I named did after see me. something about mac and cheese. Something. It, it better be named after me. It should. I want yeah. Conklin. I saw that yeah, no, mes- mentioned uh, on Facebook after the show. Did you mention it? Yo, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it when when Joe was on stage. Uh, he he said, you know, you should make a, a mac and cheese burrito. And Greg went in the back and, and actually one, right? made one and yeah. put some like pulled pork in it and just put it down when he when he got off stage. Yeah, he's like, oh. yeah, he's like, I wanted to bring it up on stage with you, but you were done. It was like, I this this thing is huge, and I had a huge dinner before yep. I got there, so I was like, I can't even eat it. Yep. Now, see, that's a perfect example. Of was a it guest good? Spot. Yeah, yeah, that was a guest spot. I said, hey, if you want to come up for a guest spot. Did yep. you expect to get paid? No, not at all. Did he Did he feed you, though? Anyway? Oh, yeah. He well, gave he, it to you? He gave the... me that back? Yeah, oh. he, he gave it to me. He's a sure. fucking... I love that guy. Greg it's, is the man. I'm telling you, me. those shows have just been... Even just for the comics, you know, and it's just the, the fact that you get a free meal and a free beer, you know, that just... It's, it makes the drive worth it, you know, wherever you're coming from. Yeah, that's it, the it, beer. It, and it's really good food. Food is, food is good, yeah. So go to the Memphis May shows every other Friday. Groton on Hudson. <laughs> just pop in for a guest just spot. Just pop every in time. for a guest spot anytime you want. It's like, here, I got another food idea for you because I'm hungry. We're going to have 37 <laughs> comedians up there in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> See, okay. now Free take, food. Take the mac and cheese, add some crack cocaine, put this in. All right. Ten minutes later, there, there's, your, there's your crack and cheese. Mac and cheese pot brownies. <laughs> mac and cheese. That sounds horrible. Yeah unless, you've already, yeah, unless you've already <laughs> had a pot brownie, then it's amazing. Yep. Oh, I never had. You, have you, Tommy? Pot brownies? Yeah. Uh, no, because I'm allergic to milk. So had I've had brownies before. Have you had I actually have never done pot. Kind of I have not. Wait, wait. They're also had, known as space cakes. How have you had some places? Cakes. There's no milk in weed. Like, adding no, the no, weed no, no, no. doesn't add milk <laughs> to the brownie. Like, the really the brownie you... itself has it's yeah, water. It's add water to some fucking powder. Yeah, so no, but I can have it with water and stuff. But no, um, I had asthma growing up for like 14 years, so I never could smoke anything. Did you live in a bubble? So, no, I didn't. I almost. He's did, got no immunities. <laughs> Running around Yorktown <laughs> in a you know hamster wheel. Uh, nobody saw Bubble Boy. Yeah, like no, forty years ago. Uh, I did. I was just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> CJ got it. CJ's trying to get out of it. <laughs> CJ's the only, CJ's laughing. Thank God. You know, I want I want to keep a mic right next to CJ for when he's laughing. It just catches. Should put him in the booth like Robin Givens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy an, we got to buy another mic. Just run it over there. Yeah, just leave it in front of him when he's laughing. So you never smoked pot ever, Tom? I have not. I went to New Paltz too. Yep. I was never. It. it, it I was doing so much shit that it. It. I, it just never. I never had time for it. Like that's like the actual reason I never had time for it. Usually I could never smoke it because I had asthma. For usually that's a pothead's right. excuse. Like I do. I, I just didn't have time to do like anything Cheeto, else except pot. <laughs> Cheetos and there was a Thundercats marathon on. I just. I wasn't Thundercats going were the best, weren't they? Chitara for my oh. time. Me fucking oh wait, out. you guys are yeah, because Rich is in his forties. You're like thirty seven ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm still significantly older than him. Do you guys yeah. know He Man was He Man? Oh love that. He Man was. I have the power. <laughs> Jesus. <Christ. laughs> Tommy I and I are like, what the fuck pa- is this? I know exactly. This, you guys what watched the Teletubbies. I watched He Man. No, no, like I, I watch real shows. I don't watch Teletubbies. I was um. What did I grow up on? Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles were the same time as He Man and that shit. No, Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles after. No, I watched Ninja Turtles. I watched Thundercats all the time growing up. Yeah. All the time. That's great. Snarf. All the time. Snarf. Snarf. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and them all looking at Cheetar like, yo, yeah. until, until right. Wiley Kit grows up, you're getting tagged. Cheetar was... <laughs> 
It's like, to, Mommy, I'm confused. To Wiley Kits of 18 years old. No, that was Space Jam with Lola Bunny. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yeah was that was... Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. Space Jam was the Looney Tunes movie with Michael Jordan. Yep. Uh, and then there no. was the hot version of Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny. The creepy part is, it's not only just finding a cartoon attractive, you find a cartoon animal attractive. Yep, absolutely. CJ just called it the next generation Betty Rubble. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember she's like, don't call me doll. Yep. And flipped her... Uh, funny ears as if it was like a, a girl with long hair. Yep. Yep. Who else? What are, uh, are we gonna do, Yeah, cartoons? I was going to say, yeah. we're going to do hot cartoon characters. Who, who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Yep. Did you guys not have porn when you were kids? No, Jesus we did not have porn they, when we were kids. You always had the internet, though. Uh, no. No? Oh, I my God. We had dial-up. Holy shit. AOL yeah. dial-up that would wake up the entire <laughs> house. <laughs> like, my parents would be like, all right, don't go online. Like, you know, after 11, I'd be like, okay, and, like, try to log on, and it goes through the entire house. Well, you, oh, you, my God. I had the same thing. You know what you do? You just put, like, four pillows over the yeah, you ha- and just that's press the thing. it down. Because it wasn't, it didn't just come <laughs> so you, from the speakers. So you kill the motor. the monitor. Like a murderer. It was bad. It was bad. And then, like, you, they would know, too, because they'd pick up the phone, and it would, like, blast in their ears. So, you know, they would always know that you're online. Yeah, that was that was that was a nineties thing. That was But that was I remember Windows three point one or three point two was the first thing I had. No, yeah, we, I remember uh, Windows ninety five. I remember Windows ninety five very, very, very well. Now, growing up we had to watch like channel twelve, the scrambled Spanish channel. That was the best thing I could have. Wait, remember yeah. remember the old cable box where you had to push the buttons down? Yeah, you could and yeah. you just jam two down and wiggle it. Yeah, and wiggle it, you could get yeah, you could get some stuff. Or you could have the uh, the fake like the uh, the hell they have like it was the thing you could put in like a decoder box oh yeah or you could buy like a little insert it was just a, a basically like a connector you'd put in between it with just everything all of a sudden you got full cable growing up because you go to like the pay-per-view channels and you'd get it like you know like it's all snowy yeah, and yeah, everything the, the like wavy. that but there'd be some times where it actually came through like yeah, that's how I watched Beavis you and Butthead like, do nipple. America that's how I watched it and my dad's like what are you watching and I'm like nothing it's just I'm like, he thought it was like from Poltergeist because I was just staring at snow see I, my father had an extensive VHS porn collection and I was a listen I was a latchkey kid so I had a good 45 minutes in between end of school and like some parent coming home that was enough yeah 45 did minutes you, but Jesus. Oh, yeah. did you it's like four times you no to re- that's like five tapes <laughs> you have to rewind it after you're done too. oh <laughs> to the same spot right became a professional at putting it exactly back where it was because I was that kid that realized it didn't matter to me I broke the VCR I hit the rewind button held it while it was still playing yep yeah I was a pro there you go I where I um every, okay, what um, yeah we're at uh, we're at like 20 Six minutes right now. Oh, okay, that's fine. Spur. A few more minutes. Yeah. Um, I so, so when did you guys start masturbating? Jeez. Wait, wait. I want to tell you about. Okay, so did anyone else like someone to their parents' porn and they're like, "Oh, that's not mine. I'm holding it for a friend." No, I had that for I've my never, dad. No, no, no. Never. I stumbled onto like my, a couple. Of my father had his own blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was extensive. It and was, he didn't deny it. He was no, he didn't it. deny it. It was just the like, open the cabinet, said, "See this? Don't you ever fucking touch it." And I was like, "Yeah, right." You should have just kept that a secret. <laughs> not that I didn't go through everything my parents owned oh, anyway. Of like we're not home. I knew where everything was. Yep. Like I was pro. My dad um, used to leave a recorder around. Uh, like the flute? No, 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 no. <laughs> like the <No>. great flute? <laughs> that recorder? The, the hot cross bones no, my, <laughs> my mom used to leave the clarinet line everywhere. Whoa. There you <laughs> go. Sexy. No, my dad, uh, he just retired from the NYPD two years ago. And so he'd actually leave like tape recorders around the house to like make sure like I wasn't doing shit. Like there was a time. My fr- I'm not kidding. There was a time where and, like the computer was in his room. 
And so uh, there was a time where my friend was over, and we were and we joked around. He's like, "Oh, why don't you like put on some porn or something like that?" And my dad came up to me two days later, and he's like. So, are you watching some porn in my room? I was like, uh, what? Right. Oh, and your parents' yep. sheets? Nice. What? No, but I wasn't. Like Egyptian uh, cotton? Cotton. 100 thread? Yeah, it became 40,000 count after Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you, you never masturbated in your parents' bed. That's disgusting. Where's the bed? I'm, just, I, I, I'm I, asking I, a question. I didn't, here. I didn't want to go back to where I was made. Like, there was, there was never, like, completing like, the circle. I, it, never, <laughs> I never had that desire. There was only one way to completely hide the evidence. You did it in the sink. And you washed it down, and there was no toilet, missing toilet paper. There was no tissues. There was no fucking. Evidence. Who counted the toilet? Counted yeah, toilet yeah, paper. That's fucking just sheets listen, in your house. Listen, I, I was a professional at watching porn. I learned everything I learned in life from pornography. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so, so when the cable guy comes over, you're like, oh no, I gotta suck his dick. Now. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Not that's again. Why, that's why I don't Damn order it. pizza. <laughs> Like kid coming up the driveway, it's like, oh man, he's gonna want head. That must have been awkward when you and Gert. I don't need to moved in together. And what happened? Oh no, I make it very clear to people about pornography. I respect uh, women. I, still, I can still respect. No, no, women. I mean the first time your girlfriend saw. Um, oh you no, know, you suck the pizza man's dick for the. No, for I don't the let her vibe. watch. Come oh. on, I have some tact. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. She's like, is that pepperoni? No, no, it's not. Sausage. Unfortunately, extra <laughs> sausage. I ordered it plain. I got this kid. I don't think there's any like profession that can't be turned into a pornography though. There's none. No. You know, electrician, plumber, cable guy, meter reader, none. <laughs> priest. Actually, you know what's funny? I as much porn as I've watched, you, you've never seen you, you've seen the doctor thing and the nurse thing. Like, Jeez. Rich just hit his head on the good, fucking good uh, job guy. What's this thing? Screen uh, pop screen. The pop, pop screen. Pop screen. <laughs> But like you ever notice that like you, you can see the doctor porn like oh the nurse and the patient yeah never a gynecologist oh, no. a gynecologist. No, I've seen always really I, no yeah. no every time I've ever seen it you it's always start, just like you gotta a, update your shit no because you know what used to kill Still me as a kid do you remember do you remember being a young man and every My dad guy, didn't have that one every boy was like listen when I grow up I'm gonna be a gynecologist yep. and see pussy every day and I'd be like do you do realize women do not go to the gynecologist when it's fucking cleanly shaved and fresh down there it's, something's wrong there's like the Pillsbury Doughboys walking out of there it's so dirty like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like they never go there for like good reasons or sex. It'll ruin it. It'll, it'll ruin vagina. Like it'll ruin that experience for you oh, very yeah. quickly. Imagine if a girl goes there and just like, um, like lets it grow out. Says, you know, I'm gonna fuck with this gynecologist. I'm gonna be all seductive and shit. And then she opens it up. She's like, <laughs> she oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh man. Guy look inside like Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, how we, we're out of time? We got to start this open mic. We're over. We're over half hour. All right. Yeah. All right, well, let's go around. We'll do some plugs and shit. We don't know when this is coming out, but Tommy, what do you got? I, I'll, I'll uh, this Friday, we got, uh, we got uh, okay. Memphis Maze, uh, actually. We have, uh, we have a good show going on. Yeah, it's April 17th, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. this Friday. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Ross is headlining it. Yes. So that's cool. We got uh, Down the Road here coming up. That's uh, two weeks away. Oh, Trattoria. Trattoria 160. Yeah. Oh, but Tuesday night, Stanford. Oh, Tuesday uh, night, Stanford. Ops, yeah, uh, I'm jumping Castle. ahead. Sorry. I'll be there. Conk, uh, you got anything in the next week uh, or two? Tuesday. This Tuesday, I'll actually be live on uh, Benny Rizzuti, the Gagut Show in Long Island on Madhouse TV. You can catch it on MadhouseTV.com or their Ustream channel. Awesome. Oh, cool. But I'll be out there on that. I love. I, I know you guys don't know Benny Rizzuti. Uh, it's called the Gagut Show. Benny Rizzuti is a fucking... He's awesome. As live stream? Yeah, yeah, it'll be on live stream. Where's that? It out. It's out in Long Island. 
Lungai. The Deer Park. It's that not that you need to go uh, like to Deer Park to see it. Stay home. Watch it on it's the live Pokemon. stream. It's yeah. on the internet. Yeah, watch it. It'll be live. It's on the interwebs. I watch it. Of course, watch watch me tomorrow night, Mondays, three drink minimum at ZenLive.tv. That's always really fun. I don't have a special guest yet. I'll work on that. But I'll be there. Yeah, Tommy will be there. Cool. And he's, he's just, special. He's special. Thank you. Uh, and of course, follow us at nomacomedy.com and uh, at nomacomedy on Twitter and Instagram and and Facebook and all those things. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Any, any closing words? I'm, I'm stretching this out for some reason. Cock. Cock. Anyone else? No, that pretty much says it all. Conklin's uh, dad's porn. It was extensive. Be kind, rewind. And don't forget, uh, the only way to really get away with not uh, getting caught masturbating is to... Do it in the sink. Do it in the sink. Just drop it in the sink, fellas. Now, real quick, what happens <laughs> if the sink clogged? Then How you, much do you then fucking splooge? Then you have been backed up for quite some time, <laughs> my friend. It could be a thing. <laughs> Listen, it's good for your prostate. Uh, it's very good for your prostate. Did you not have a toilet in the house? No, I did, but I'm tall. Rich, I'm not getting on my knees to jerk off into a toilet. I do have some fucking dignity in life. <laughs> and with that, and I can't and that see that either. <laughs> good night, everyone, or thanks. Good morning, whatever, whatever the fuck you're doing. Thanks for listening, guys. Night, guys. Good evening. Total.